with Adrianosaurus, the coach of Rapanorama for super coach purposes. Here we are. It's the end of round five. And how good is a rugby league? What a great round of football. Uh, the Sunday games, which have been probably the milder ones. They've started the rounds really strong. And they've been some stinky games at the end of the round. Uh, it was a terrific <laughs> Sunday uh, round of games and some terrific finishes. Uh, look, I'm a Raiders fan and we're in all sorts, but I can live with that because um, we don't deserve to win. And, you know, the, the footy has been terrific. Uh, super coach, eh? Uh, look, I've, I'm recording on the Monday morning. I had a bit of a listen back to my Sunday night one and I was a bit loose and drunk, so I just thought I'd re-record. So this is morning, eh, Uh So, uh, look, let's uh, go through the, uh, all the stuff that's important to us for the round and let's kick it off with this. Getting to know you. <laughs> Let's get to know me. Uh, look, obviously, the overnight updates had come through, and it looks like a pretty solid round for scoring. Uh, for myself, I'm on 1,360 points. Most importantly, it got me a win in a head-to-head over the the great man, Whisper, who I co-host the Dual Position podcast with, because Nico got his unicorns. Um, I was, you know, getting messages from people who were panicking, going, oh, Nico, shit, the better the second half. So did the Sharks, to be honest. Uh, but, you know, it was nine points. So I sort of just figured he's got to get some points. I'm sure it wasn't a nine out there. Uh, I haven't really looked at what the you know what the points are, but um, Nico of one of the <laughs> one of the top players really isn't he for getting some extra points? Uh, he was my captain, so that's pretty handy for me. And uh, I've got to I've got to say I've got a, a nice little uptick because obviously it's a captain score. You non-Nico captainers would have been like, oh, here we go. But look, it's just one of those things. Let's go and have a look at what we think the par is. I think that probably a tick under maybe 1275 is, is par, 1300 probably. Um, so with 1360, uh, hopefully I'm going to get some green arrows. I'm going to win 8 out of 10 of my leagues. One of them I've got to draw. I hate getting draws. Although if you're playing head-to-head cashies like I am... That draw, that one point doesn't make a difference anyway because there's not a lot of one point and there's not a lot of draws in the year. So if you've got the one, 
uh, it'll get you over the line to, to land in top fours and whatever that you need to, to win. Um, so, yeah, I can live with that. Um, I think, you know, the captains were all pretty good this week. Um, when you look at it, um, the number one captain player was Hines at 27%. He updated, you know, um, nicely overnight and gone up to 102. So um, that's pretty good, um, I think, result for those people that were thinking it could have been a, an 85. Saved me from doing a shoey of, of uh, eggs as well, which I on the beers I promised I'd do if Heinz didn't turn up. Uh, look, the other good captain obviously was Cleary, 7.7%, which is quite juicy, I reckon, for captain. Um, obviously, he finished on the 124. Turbo was captained by quite a few people, 17.1%, and he updated to 106. So we've got the three main captains there all tiny up. Obviously, the uh, small advantage there if you went the Cleary. Then we go into the next sort of best captains. You had Reese Walsh. He sort of went uh, down, then he went back up, and then he went down again, uh, finished on 95, which is, you know, 30 or nearly, you know, 30 points for him to Cleary, but nevertheless, it's still a good score. Grant was captained by 3.4% for an 81. Hass, 3.4 for 95. He updated nicely. Garrick uh, was a 3.1% for an 81. So, uh, look, I reckon the scores are going to be sort of, you know, similar around there now on captains. You, some, you know, like last, last week we had Hines with 180, and that can really hurt you. People finished then 100 ahead of you, but all of those are within, you know, they're within reaching distance of the other, so someone might beat you by 30 or 40 points. And as long as we all have similar enough teams, unless you've got a pod that absolutely went off, you know, Dom Young or something, you know, um, you're not going to really see too many wild swings. Like I said, I think 1300 is probably it. With my 1360, hopefully I see some green arrows. Saw my first ones last week. Happy with how the squad is coming together. Um, what did I do? I had to use a boost, which sucks because I wasn't really planning on doing that. But um, Tohu was a laid out. Well, he was laid enough out. And he was one of my main two front rowers. I got Ben Murdoch, Masilla and Mowali on the bench. Yes, I know it stinks. But um, Yuti Kamano is my second front rower. So I had to do something. Uh, and for me, the obvious choice was Hass. I really kind of wished I'd gone Hass instead of Tohu. Of course, hindsight's twenty twenty, isn't it? Because everything from Tohu was looking terrific at that point. I liked his duel, and Tohu's an absolute weapon. Uh, the injury came, and just because he had to sit out this week was the only reason I traded him. If he was going to play, I was probably just going to um, bite the bullet and, and give it a crack. Uh, but look, I went to Hass. He scored a 95, which is part of the reason why I had a good week this week. Yeah, he's going to go off, obviously, to Origin. You'd think so. But there's eight more rounds I get to enjoy him for. He looks terrific. Uh, I was happy with the trade. Um, the other one that I did was I did sell Murray. Now, on the socials, I've seen a lot of, oh, you never sell a gun. And yeah, I think that that's a bit of an antiquated notion. I think, um, you know, in a perfect world, all of our cheapies make the money we need to be able to do all the upgrades. But if they're sort of a slower burning type uh, jobby, like, see, we, I'm not going to sell Preston. <laughs> he's turning up and he's got a terrific role in that team. He's probably a solid enough play. Hopgood, it looks like he might 
we don't know what the future holds. Their draw is going to open up a lot, but we've got people like Lane coming back into the team. He might max out. He may start getting scores where you can upgrade him, but the point is that's not happening yet. Um, and someone like Murray um, was somebody I chose to move this week in order to jump on dill bags. I know he had a high uh, BE, but I was running Schuster and Katoa in there with the plans of always going dill bags um, ready for their nice draws. So I had to pull the trigger on that a week early as well, even while he had the big BE. And I did sacrifice one of my guns, but there you go. That's what someone like Murray can do and what some of these premium guys can do. They come out and bang out a good score. He's covered his break-even as well. So that's just... um, what people are referring to never sell a gun but the thing with murray is you know there's not as many there's not 150s and there's not big big daddy scores like um you know heinz and uh your fullbacks can sort of get and, and cleary so you know yeah it's an 88 from muzz you know and i can i can live with that it's not always advisable to to cull too many of your guns because then you just end up with midi madness I'm not going to sacrifice a halfback. I'm not going to sacrifice um, a fullback. And I'm not even going to sort of try to cull my centre wingers early because they seem to be able to get um, the big, big scores as well. I just, in the second row, it's a bit of a sort of dead wasteland. In not a dead wasteland, but you've got these players like Preston and Ford and Hopgood that are doing a job for us and scoring as well as some of these big um, names. Uh, that's not to say that I'm not going to plan to get um, Murray back in, but... I just made the sacrifice this week, and I've got dill bags in there now, and I'm happy enough with that. Uh, I also, um, what did I do? Yeah, I I had to go um, cheese down to Sunny Luke. I know Sunny Luke was out last week, and the cheese is actually getting better, you know, each week I think. But in order to fund, um, you know, what I was doing, I needed to um, make a cull in there, and I think that you know Sunny Luke, once he's up and running, I reckon he could average forties. You know, and it's it's a less than ideal move, but I had to make those other forced ones, and I had to find a way to fund it. So those are the trades. Um, we'll look in future me problems about what I'm going to do for next week, but I'm happy with the thirty uh, thirteen hundred and sixty uh, and the the Nico unicorns. Yeah, um, but you know that's getting to know you. I'm your host Adrianosaurus, and welcome to tonight's news. Let's talk about the news of the round. Um, look, the number one for me was probably just a little comment on the updates. You know, I think they get there in the end, but someone like uh, Walsh, he updated three times. So how many reviews are they having on it? And, you know, what's what's the go? We're getting um, some real sort of iffy ones. On the original updates, Turbo didn't update, nor did Cleary. They didn't move at all. Uh, it, we had, you know, they were obviously big loop options, so they came in, you know, really late, just before the start of the second of the last games of the round. Oh, you know, it's just bloody annoying, I've got to be honest. You know, it's, it's just a bit frustrating, um, and I'd like to have... You know, I'd like if we get the Thursday games. I'd like it to update before the start of the Friday games, and I would like the Friday games to update before the start of the Saturday games. I know that that's probably not in the daily tally guys' uh, control, but get on the bugle, Sangster, and get him to bloody sort it out. Hey, we play a game where we got VC loops and stuff, and it's just a dog's breakfast. So I mean, it's hard to work out 
week to week. You know, like uh, Alamotti there, he's, he seemed to get wrist for that beautiful pass in there. Four points as a try contribution, doesn't get a line break assist or anything. Um, you know, so the scoring is just a bit all over the place, I think, and it's a bit hard for us to read. I don't like when the updates are being done, but there's my two cents. I'm not going to complain too much. Um, Teddy... Ooh, you know, well, we could say that in reverse on the old um, never sell a gun. Teddy's has been 50s and, and that to start the year. I know it's been close to, you know, being a ton because he's been close to going over a few times. Uh, but unfortunately, he got the HIA and it was a cat one this week. Um, fish under 22 points. So that's really going to sting people. He's going to lose quite a bit of money. Um, I flipped the ghost switch on selling him a few weeks back, actually, um, to Walsh. And I've just been getting tons, basically, out of Walsh since. So that would have been a move. You know, the Murray one hurt me this week for one week so far. Then the jury's still out on that one, whether it was a good move. Uh, but when it comes to Teddy, it's really unfortunate. He's going to miss next week's game as well. And you got the 22 in there. Two um, percent of people captained him, uh, you know. So that's un- unfortunate, really. Uh, look, I think Teddy now um, he- he'll obviously miss this next game. Uh, I don't think you're going to hold in that fullback position because you really could turn um, something like this into a blessing where you, you get on to another player and you start making money again, and you-, you just flip back to Teddy for the run home. I've got Walsh, but I really don't know. Everything's going good so far. <laughs> but uh, I don't know if I want to hold him for the whole year. I'm really just expecting one of these games where he has a real low 30 or something in him. Uh, but it just hasn't happened yet. But my plans are to get to one of these premiums. It could be a Trell. It could be a Teddy. It could be a, you know, who knows? Walsh might just present himself as someone who's scoring like this all the time. The Broncos look terrific. And it could just be Walsh. But... Um, I just reckon, you know, you, you, it's been 50-60s and then this 22 and then he's off for the next game. What a wretched old unlucky year so far for Teddy. Because it could have been ton, ton, ton as far as I'm concerned. You would have lived with maybe the 22 and then you treat it like a buy. But even then, that's just hard on the finances. For me, I would just move him on uh, at this point in time. Uh, Tohu was laid out. It forced my hand. Um, look, and... Luckily, I pulled the right strings and I went to Haas. So could have, you know, saved all of that before when they were at the similar price and just gone Haas straight away. And that's one that you live and learn with. Yeah, it's burning a lot of um, boosts. I don't even know if I need to trade this week. Uh, you know, there's a couple of blokes that I've got my eye on. Uh, but I've got all your Prestons, your Fords. I've got all the cheapy sort of firing away nicely. Um, I have got my eye on a couple of people, but, um, you know, this... Could be easily a week to save some trades. Um, but Tohu was a late out, which affected me personally in my team. Kickout was a late out as well. So was Schuster. That made me go a little bit earlier on Dillbags because I wasn't comfortable playing Katoa. I think he fished on a 40, so it was okay. It was probably as good as Brown. But it's moving that week earlier and getting Dillbags into the team. I'm, I'm okay with that. It wasn't a terrific score last week from deal bags but their draw go and have a look at the eels draw from now on uh i'm very happy owner of deal bags moving forward yeah you could just rig it in this 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 week if you want um 5.2 percent of people sold murray we talked about that i was one of those ones I, I reckon it was one of those things where yes we did get burned you got to accept that it's a little bit of a burn 88 points you know um who'd you burn him for and who'd you burn him to? What kind of money did it bank you? There's lots of facets into it. We're just off to a start where, yes, we're off to a start where 
the Murray sellers, you got hurt by selling him because it was an 88. Uh, 200 and something people sold Cleary as well. That's why the song was a Cleary song. He's still a champion. It was his first ton of the season, 124 points. Well done um, to the holders. I, I just, you know, when he had the high BE, I was just like, look, I'm just going to resign myself to holding Hines and Cleary for the rest of the year. We're going into round seven, and Hines is going to be on the buy. Um, you know, and having a backup like Cleary, there's other people that have gone a Hines and Walker. You know, Walker's probably a fine enough play as well, you know, for the week. Um, but yeah, we're going to be sitting a very big piece in Cleary for this week. Um, people sold 124 would have stung. Uh, let's move it on to the injuries. All right, so we had those Cat 1 HIAs Gamble, Alex Johnston, Teddy. Um, Simonson, I think he came back on the field from memory, but he's going to be uh, grabbing a suspension anyway, so it doesn't matter. Um, unfortunately, it looks like all three of those guys, Teddy, AJ, and Gamble, are going to miss uh, next week's game. If I missed any on the last day's games, I apologize. Uh, Matt Croker got the ribs, <laughs> rib tickler there by Gerbo, completely legal tackle. He just cuts blokes in half, uh, Gerbo, uh, and we'll have to... Be advised on that for Matt Croker. Tupolotto hurt his knee. It looks like it's going to be a bit of a stint on the sideline, as is the case for Burbo. Those Urbos, they've got bad hammies. Well, not Gerbo, uh, eh? You don't think he goes fast enough to hurt his hammies. JFH um, has done a knee. I think it's a medial, so that could be some time. Milf has done a hammy. Um, that's going to really test the depth there in the halves for the Broncos. I think it's probably just going to be Nicarima, isn't it? Um, Sewer has done a calf. It's a calf. Calf, 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 calves every bloody week. In the NRLs, like this year's one, calves and jaws. Just every year we seem to have two sort of niche injuries. Like they must just all start training a certain way and then they're doing the same sort of injuries. Um, Frawley busted his hand. He'll be out for quite some time. Uh, Lukey, uh, looking terrific since he's come back from an ACL. He limped off the field as well. They say it's a hammy. It's got not... Uh, it's not an ACL thing, which is good to hear, uh, but obviously we'll, uh, he'll, he'll probably have some time out as well. Uh, suspensions, uh, look, on the list of suspensions, the ones that are actually going sit, to sit down for a little while, Simonson um, looks to get two weeks here for his shot on Teddy, uh, and he's going to be out for two weeks. Now, from what I can see, that's the only suspension for the week. If there's anything I've missed, I do apologise. Now let's move on to the next one. Around the ground. Here's my headlines of the people that stole the show this week in Supercoach. Dom Tun. <laughs> Dom Tun. He tunned up in a big way. Four tries. 148. Can you believe that he's 1.3% owned? He's just something. What people heard that he was in this week and then they just brought him in, or is it Ghost Teams? 148. But these Ghost Teams are probably outscoring us. If they've got Dom Young in there for 148, he was the top scorer of the round. Isaac Slago. <laughs> 142 for him. Uh, 1.5%. Oh, that's Uberpod. That might be more active players. But imagine if you owned Dom, Dom Young and Isaac Targo. You'd be in terrific shape. Uh, 142 points from him is terrific. Uh, take that on the chin. <laughs> Cleary. 
124 points from him. His first ton of the season. Uh, you can never keep a champion down, can you? Um, he looked good to me right from that field goal last week. The ice in the veins. Uh, well, he didn't do that symbol this time, but it was a real yeah, ice step moment, wasn't it? Um, well, he didn't ice it because they lost, but... I just felt like he was warming up uh, in that game, and we saw a 124 for him this week, which is terrific. Jermaine, main man, Izako. Look, he's been, he's had a ceiling on him this year, and he scored really well. Another ton from him, 108 points, 23.2% owned. That hurts a little bit, I've got to be honest. Um, I've just been waiting for the wheels to fall off. Look, I've got a Garrick, haven't I? So it doesn't bother me, really. Garrick's still a bit of a weapon, and I think come the end of the year, you might be able to just go straight across from a, an Izako to a, a Garrick at some point. So, look, I've got to take my hat off. I just thought Izako was shitter than this, but he's been scoring well. Turbo. 106 points for Turbo. He's got to go in there. Um, he updated just a little bit enough to get him over the ton mark. He looks like he's going to get a ton every time he bloody runs out, even in a quiet sort of game. Um, Mars who? Mazu. He's turned up in his first two games of the year, 102 points. He's still he's 1.2% owned. All these probably weirdos own Ozako. Maju, Dom Young, and Tago. I bet you. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny? Just send me through that if you own any of them, you legends. 1.2%. Uh, Look, he's um, gone back-to-back -back, uh, uh, tons, and he loses a terrific buy because he's got such a super coach-friendly game. Tackle-breaking, try-scoring. Um, he's got a ton in him, but the thing is, Dom Young scored four tries on return to the team, and he's a defensive liability, Maju. So, look, it's a watch, isn't it, for this week. If he uh, gets picked, it's going to be gravy, isn't it? Because two tons to start the year. He looks like a nice little piece to add in there. Um, a super coach friendly player into your center wingers. And I'll, I'll either do no trades this week or I'll look at um, bringing Marju in there as a nice fourth piece into the center wings because he's turned up two in a row. So the business looks really good for this week. Um Magic Johnson, like turning back the clock. What a you know, great moment uh, winning that game there. What a game, by the way, too. But he finished with 117. Terrific interview if you watch Fox uh, after the game. Really organic and real and full of emotion. It was such a great thing to see. Uh, 117 points for him and Preston Mania. 106, or whatever, what did he get? 108, oh, I haven't even seen the updated score, but he's turned up again. That's the thing, he looks, you know, people are like, oh, you know, you sold to Murray. Yeah, well, I'm getting better out of the uh, Preston. Not that we, you all don't own Preston now as well, but we had these really playable options this year um, that started off as cheapies, and they've had such terrific roles, like Hopgood, Ford, um, you know, Preston. doesn't look like it's going to end any time soon for them, so... Uh, they're moving up nicely in price. I think after this week, Preston will have made more money than Hopgood as well. So that's amazing. Uh, Hopgood had the record price rise as well. But he, he's been such a terrific uh, cheapy Preston, uh, and he's gone big in a big way. I mean, look, I've been getting messages from people like, why did I play Ford instead of Preston? I really just think you can play him every week. He's a worker. If he didn't get those two tries, it would have been 50s or whatever from him, but that's pretty suitable enough scoring. 
He's just got an upside there that they're looking for him. They find him. He runs, you know, really nice slides close to the line. And I think he can find a try or two. So, uh, look, I'd just be playing him. <laughs> I'd be playing him happily each week in your teams, to be quite honest. And I guess we got to mention Nico, Nico, Nico Hines. <laughs> you, you salty non-Hines. Yeah, but surely your own Hines. There's got to be people who didn't who thought they had an advantage on the captain as of Hines, but um, he, he updated to 102 because that's just Nico, isn't it? Well done. Uh, I needed it. It's got me over the line against the Whisperer and a nice little boost in the points as well, uh, up to a 1360. So I'm just not going to look at Gift Horse now. That's why you can't really, you know, I thought Al- Alamonte was, you know, you know, ripped off at least a line break assist or something for that try. A sublime pass, like absolutely... He was the most effective thing in that try, and it's only a four points, and it was a line break for the try. Um, what's going on there? You know, why did it go to Burton? Uh, so, look, you know, I could complain about those things, but, you look, you're going to get some, you're going to lose some. So when your captain gets a little bit of an uptick, get some unicorns, you take it, don't you? Uh, let's move it on. Nailed it! A few terrific scores in the round. Um, we'll kick it off with Gags, who's been good since coming back, finished on a 99. Well done. Uh, we mentioned Hass there in the captains with a 95. He's looking terrific this year, Hass. Um, Miller, 95. I remember people in the preseason calling him a trap, but um, I never thought he was a trap. I said I liked the style of play that he's had, and he's even been better than I thought he would be. He's got a pass on him as well, but he just looked really busy. Reminded me a bit of um, Teddy, you know, not a poor man's Teddy, of course, but um, he's been scoring terrifically well. And, you know, I've got my eye on Marju, but it'd be hard not to have your eye on Miller as well. He looks like he could be a season-long keeper. Uh, it's terrific work by the people that uh, started with him, that's for sure. He might, I might just be priced out of him, unfortunately. So um, it's just going to have to be a hats off to those people that grabbed him because he's been scoring really well. Uh, looks like he, he has a super coach friendly game for sure. Josh King bounced back this week with a 95. Well done. Walsh, um, we said, you know, he could have been up there in the around the ground, stole the show ones because he was a ton. But only very briefly, he got updated three times. I think he ended up on a 95. I'm, I'm not looking at it, but so what? Um, ben Hunt, 94 for him, well done. Tupu, another 94 was good. Um, Ravalawa had a good game. I think he's better than Sivo. Is that new controversial? Sorry to you uh, Parabata Eels fans. I think Rava's better. I think he, he craves the contact a little bit more. Uh, Morgan Harper, ooh, he, he's, yeah, well, he's got himself into a good score this week anyway. 90 points. Uh Cam Murray with an 88, well done. Um, Burnt are probably those people that sold him. He, he is a weapon. Um, look, it hasn't been consistent this year, and you go and filter by averages in the second row forward this year. Um, Murray's not going to be uh, probably in the top 10 even yet, I don't reckon. Laurie, he's turned into a try-scoring front row. Where he goes for like five years of his career and only scores one or something, and now he's scoring every week. 88 points. <laughs> Uh, Jackson Paulo, um, he's one that sort of flew under the radar. And he, he, he Last week he went up over 100K. You know, um, it just seems silly that we didn't sort of talk about him more. A couple of people's astute coaches sort of messaged me in the chats. What do you, what do you reckon about Paulo? That was before last week, but he's going to go up uh, again this week. 
because he scored an 87 and he's in a fruitful position in a you know in a team like the Roosters so he could be just like one of those ones that got away I feel like that with Miller as well I would have loved to have got him at 400k and I just don't know if I can spend the money getting him in now uh, but Jackson Paulo, if you're one of those people that saw a diamond in the rough, uh, well done to you uh, for getting him in. You got an 87 this week. Suwali'i with an 86 was good. Ola, uh, an 82 as well, which was good. Sam Walker with an 82. Bird uh, was good with an 82. Harry Grant, just does Harry, you're a wizard, Harry. Does Harry things with an 81. Garrick was good with an 81. Hastings was good as, all, as well with an 81. Campbell Graham, an 80. I like him as a player. I just uh, keep my eye on him for a think of bringing him in at some point. Hosking with an 80. Now, this is a real interesting watch as well. Um, will, he'll feature in the future problems, but he's got off to a cracking start as well. I think a ton in this 80. Next week, if it's Martin and Garner back, it'll be interesting to see whether he gets the start. I think for me that is the key, but we've got to look at it in its totality, don't we? Is that a word? We've got to. Um, if he if he starts, I think it's a go go, isn't it? Because he looks terrific. I think he looks like a super coach friendly player. The the Panthers look better when he's on the field. So he, if he gets the start, I think it's a pull the trigger for him as a midi. Uh, if he's on the bench and they still stick with Garner and Martin, it's going to be a minute share. But the thing is, even if he does start and Garner's on the bench, there's going to be a minute share. I just feel confident that whichever one is starting, Garner or Hosking, is going to be more like 50 minutes. and it'll sort of be like a 30, 35 for the other one. So if I see Hosking name to start, I'm very interested. But we have to wait for TLT. Uh Walker of the Cody variety with a 76 was good. Munster, Mad Dog, 74. Um, Ricky was good. I don't know. I didn't write his score down. I slipped through. I'm not looking at it because I can't be bothered. Uh, but it was a good score if you were a lunatic and you owned Ricky. A-Ray with a 72. Kennedy there with a 90. Um, Ronnie, Ronaldo with a 77. I like Ronnie. Tabanga was terrific filling in for Tohu there as well in a wonderful win by the uh, Warriors. Aren't they a big improver this year? It's good to see. Um, 73 points for him. C&K was good with a 71. Lukey, unfortunately, uh, looks like he might have done a hammy, but he 75'd it. He's looked terrific, actually, to me. Uh, Griffin Neem, uh, 74, starting in the front row there. He looks a real footballer. He looks a footballer, that kid. Um you know, I don't know if you can have him. Uh, I don't know what his price is, but it was a good score this week. Burton with a 76. Karaz with a 73. Mate, you know, Karaz is a season-long holder. I'm not seeing anything to me that thinks like you've got to upgrade him. To, upgrade him to who? He is an upgrade, you know, so I think I'm going to hold him forever at this point until I see any reason to not hold him. Although Hopgood looked like he could be a season-long hold as well, and then things change. But, I mean, Karaz is going to be there for the rest of the year on that wing. And he's scoring exceptionally well. Uh, the Fox was great as well with a 71. And Robson with a 71. Look, I actually, my 71 for the Fox and Karaz might be wrong because uh, the updates have come through. But I've got a, I'm going off my sheet of paper. Karaz was 76. He was even better. And the Fox was 77. So it was better than that. Uh, for healing, Lukey was 77 as well. So all of these have updated nicely for him. Um, some of the cheapy mentions, Ben Murdoch-Mosilla with a 51 was good. Hutchinson, he's like Mr. Fix-It, but he keeps sort of chugging along, getting uh, good good roles in the team for different games. He finished on 56. Bloor was good with a 61. 
Uh, look, I put Katoa in there with a 40, but, you know, because it's not a single digits, but, you know, uh, does that get him ahead of his BE? Um, I don't know. Uh, Warbrick with a 58. Taruva with a 63. I know that was two tries. He's been a good base uh, cheapy, and this week it's like the base went down with the tries. So we'll have to wait and see uh, on, 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 on him. Hopefully he gets back to his base scoring and adds the tries in rather than dropping one while he does the other one. Uh, look, Stone, Ray, he's got a 33, but we have um, injuries to contest with uh, in that team. And, you know, you'd have a watch and see if he looks like he, if they put Jeremy Marshall King into the uh, halves. You know, maybe there could be a lot of big minutes for Stone. Um, Chester, he deserves a mention. He's been a really nice fill-in there for Drinkwater, 73. And I don't think you can have him um, because even if he lasts in that 17, it's going to be on the bench, you know, or covering an injury in the back line, uh, which, you know, he, if he's on the bench doing limited minutes, I think he's probably just going to fall out of the team altogether. So you can't have him. Uh, let's move it on to this. You really dropped the ball, man. Some terrible scores in there. Um, you... You know, it's unfortunate. I'm just going to go with ones where it's, you know, half-decent ownership. In the first game there, Mitchie had a bit of a quiet one by his standards. The old contract's locked up. He had a nice moment the week before, didn't he? But um, it was a 34 for him. Bryce Cartwright, the Cardi party, might be over soon. Once Lane comes back, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, it was a 36 for him, uh, which is a bit low. All of those eels were low, to be quite honest. Even uh, Hopgood there with a 47. His time might be running out. Um, Tedesco, we mentioned there, unfortunately, with the HIA uh, off with a 22, uh, which is a bit disappointing. Uh, look, the Raiders, they stink it up, don't they, this year? Um, there was a period of time where people were looking at Starling for an option because um, he was coming on as a running lock. I know that the guns and Whisper are a little sickos for him. Well, he's shit. Uh, 28 points. Uh, look, look, there's no role, no role there, unfortunately. It's a minute share. No good. Um, other ones of probably interest, I guess, um, was Corey Horsburgh's had some recent good scores. It was back to dog shit this week, 24 points. Uh, Harley Smith Shields, a 14, was one of the sort of cheapy midi-type ones that has not worked out. Mitch Kenny, a 19, stinks. James Fisher-Harris, obviously, we um, had that injury for him as well. A 19, stinks. Uh, and Stephen Crichton uh, has... Uh, been crap as well, 18, so no good. Moving it on, um, we had Souths and the Rabbitohs, one of the big matchups of the week. Um, I guess the big one for me is Moali, he's giving me the, sh he is a cheapie, but he's not even going to make his break even this week, and he's a piece in your team that you want to move on, but it's really hard to do because you're going to have to pump a whole bunch of money into him, or there's no real cheapies that are looking like great better scoring ones that you can, you know, go across to. What I will say about him is it's usually 20s, you know, or late 20s. So when you do that loop thing, it's like, oh, and I need a 29 and I'm taking someone out. So it's not single digits, but it's not a hell of a lot better, is it? Uh, look, Pezzett, people brought him in. And now when Hughes is back into the team, let's have a look what happens to Pezzett. If you were the, one of those ones that did the move um, to make the money, He's going to make 100K. You know, he's, he'll, he'll, when he rolled out there this week, he'll make 100K, which will get you up to 300,000. I hope that was everything that you hoped for out of him because I think he's going to move out of the team now, unless they put him on the bench, and then he's going to be an A nightmare. Um, 
Yeah, so look, I just don't, you know, I don't know whether it was worth the 100K is my only point on it. Uh, Remus Smith, 36. I mean, that's mild, isn't it? Um, but, you know, people who have gone and taken a punt on those ones and other ones that are you know, getting 60s out of a Taruva, you know, you just go, you know, lucky sometimes you know, with those back, backlight cheapy middies. And I just think Remus Smith probably just was one of the ones that didn't look like they had the ceiling that some of the others might have had. Um Manly and Newcastle ran out a draw, uh, which was a pretty interesting game uh, there. Hetherington stunk it up with a 13. He's been a real, you know, I mean, this year I warned people off because I started to you know, doubt him and I, I didn't uh, see any preseason from him and I hope people have got rid of him, <laughs> to be quite honest. What is he? He was 5% in this, into this round. Well, that stinks. So unfortunate if you've if you've been one of those ones that have held him. Uh, Burbo went off with an injury. Uh, pff, nothing else really in that game of of, of low low scoring. I reckon um, Kepi with a thirty eight. But again, a la Moali. Uh, if for loop purposes, you know you could probably live with that. Uh, moving on to the Broncos, gave a bit of a touch up there to the West Tigers. Uh, look, you know you can't go past. Uh, Happy Coruscant for a poor score, can you? 24 points. A lot of people were sort of thinking maybe for the start of the season after what he did last year, he could be a real, um, you know, if you wanted to save money on Harry Grant, well, it's been absolute dog shit, really. 22, 60, 45, 57. I guess those other the three medium scores are okay, but they're not going to catch you a, on a Harry Grant, I'll tell you that much. Um, and it was a really disappointing score for him this week. What are, What's going on with the Tigers, eh? Uh, you know... What do you what do you do? How are they going to win a game? You know, ever? Uh, yeah, look, there was some pretty poor scores. John Bateman with a thirty-eight. How long do you reckon he's going to last? You reckon he's going to go past the year in the NRL? Um, look, Dewey with a forty-one. He was one of my big my uh, crystal balls. I'll go over my success rate with those because the fans have requested me to do that each week on the show. Uh, moving over to the Broncos, uh, nothing really of note. I mean, even Cobbo got up to a 41, Bam up to a 47, which are probably, you know, you'd like some more points out of them, but it's not like single digits. So really, we can't give it too much time. Uh, over to the Sharks versus the New Zealand Warriors, probably uh, oh, it's nothing really um, in there of highly owned players that I think are going to be disappointing people. I mean, uh, Jackson four with a forty three is a mid type score. Uh, you know, if you were somebody who was taking a smoky run at Nikora, fifty four, you know, is acceptable. <laughs> you know, you can't be too upset about it. And the rest are not going to be really highly owned. I don't think so. Uh, look, unless you went and took a punt on Montoya, how many people own him? Uh, or 2%. So you got a smelly score out of him this week. Uh, moving on to the Bulldogs versus the North Queensland Cowboys. Uh, you know, uh, Pele, it's, he's not going to make his break even, but he's got a 31 this week. So, um, look, that's probably good. That's good for people, I reckon, that only that he did at least get something. Uh, look, nothing else really uh, of people that anyone's going to own in that game were absolutely terrible. Um, so that's pretty much it for the low scores of the round. I'm watching you, Adrianosaurus. Always watching. 
let's kick it off with how I did on my crystal ball picks for the week. Um, my first one was Teddy. Obviously, I said he was going to go under 65, and he did. Um, look, he was looking like a big 100, actually, before that. He was starting really well, but it fished, um, obviously, in the 20s there. I said that Cleary would go 100 plus. Obviously, I got that right as well. That's not really a crystal ball thing. Well, he hadn't got 100 so far this year, and I just said that this was the week he was going to do it, and he did. Uh, Dillbag's 100 plus. I got that wrong. I thought he was due, but he didn't. So there's my first cross for the week. Munster and Grant above 150. They did go above 150, the pair. So well done, Ado. Turbo. I said he was going to go 130 plus. It wasn't quite there, was it? But he did turn up, so it was close enough. I should get a half tick. No, I missed that one as well. Dewey under 45. I was correct. Hines under 85. Well, I got that one wrong because he got his unicorns. And I'm happy about that because he was my captain. And Karaz for the two tries. I didn't get that. So what are we at? One, two, three, four. I got 50% this week uh, in the crystal ball. So uh, let's look ahead to more of my I'm watching yous. Players, um, I've got my eye on. Obviously, we've mentioned a few of those names in going through the scores. Miller, um, look, I don't think it's going to be something that uh, I'm going to be able to do. I think he's gone and I've been priced out of him because uh, he's not in my plans to be able to sort of make a move of that kind of money. I went with Garrick and, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to be upset with Odin Garrick, am I? Um, so I think he could be one that sort of slipped past me, but Marju is somebody I am interested in. He's definitely got job security issues because he can, his defensive reads are so, so bad. You just got to sort of look at um, a coach looks like a prick. So maybe he's Dom Young can get four tries and then get dropped the week after. Because um, I think Heimel Hunt is back this week. So it's going to be an interesting TLT in those three pieces. Dom Young after four tries. Marju with all of his good, but all of his bad. Um, or does Heimel Hunt miss out? It'll be interesting because if he comes in, it's been two tons. Uh, and I'm going to certainly want to have a slice of him because he's got a super coach friendly game. Hosking. Uh, he's been terrific since starting. He turned up in the first game, was an 80 in the second one. He looks to complement their team, in my view, and I've got an interest in him <laughs> because he's going to be good financially. I think he looks like he's got the super coach friendly game as well. He's in the 400, so he could be a nice sort of you know cheap sort of midi type option for you this week. I would, if he was named on the bench this week and Garner and Martin came back in the in the second row, I think people are still going to do it. I won't. I, I won't. I just reckon if Garner's out there, he might get 50 minutes and Hosking could get 30 or 40 off the bench. I don't know. I just feel more confident him. We know that he's got the win over Garner to start in the second row. So that'll be a close watch for me on TLT. Uh, Maddo, he's looked really good since coming in. Maddo, he had a nice mild start to the season, didn't he? But he's a weapon. Uh, look, Lane's going to come back into that team. Uh, and Maddo, I think, is going to probably do... You know, I'm worried more about Hopgood now moving forward. Uh, Maddo is a gun of the past. Um, he looks terrific to me. Their draw is about to open up. It's just a bit of guesswork about what's going to happen for Hopgood, for Maddo, for Lane, for Cardi. There's a lot of mouths in there. So um, I'm not thinking that Hopgood's going to be a season-long hold, probably, because there could be shared minutes big time. I just think Maddo's probably the real quality one in there that's going to get the most, and he's looked rippingly good since he's come back in. Again, I'll, uh, you know, uh, 
Miller, maybe I'm priced out of him at this point in time, but he could be a, a he's going to be a piece. Same with Angus Crichton, we hear he's close, um, you know, to a return as well. I'm going to keep my eye on both of those guys um, for a trade in and Murray again. <laughs> I want to trade Murray back in. Those guys look like you know strong finish the year candidates for, for for my team, and I'm going to be probably keeping my eye on those guys moving forward. Uh, bad. Who's who's who got my eye for the bad scores? Obviously, it's Moali and Ben Murdoch Masilla. At least Murdoch Masilla made a couple of dollars last week. He scored a fifty-one this week. Moali. Uh, that's the thing. Uh, there's just nothing I can do in there pieces wise. So I'm probably going to have to sit on them, unfortunately, for a while. You know, and or you, what, what, what can you do? You know, it's real tough. You're going to probably have to pour money into them unless. Somebody just slides in and gets a good start uh, as a cheapie. Uh, they are ones that make it more of a trickier type thing to loop because, well, look, we've got Carl Pereira and stuff who can go, you know, a 15, so when you, or 10 or under 10, and you've got these guys who can go sort of low 20s, which makes you sort of, you, you like to see their games played before you have to make your loop decision because, in the case of Carl Pereira, if it's an under 10, it makes the loop thing. You know, a lot less appealing. Um, these guys get 20s and, you know, it's not the best in the world, is it? We go and have a look at other players that get dropped. Sometimes it's a 30 and a 40 and I feel much more confident about it. Well, these guys are a tick under, but they are players in my team that I'm really not loving, <laughs> to be honest. Um, nothing else really more on, on the on the dislikes. Uh, and even those guys, I'm probably not going to be able to move now. So there is a possibility this week, the way that teams are named, that I do no moves. I might skip Hosking if he's on the bench, and if Marju gets dropped, you know, I could I would give him a miss. Obviously, people obviously brought him in uh, this week, and that'll be a spew. But um, I'll obviously be missing him uh, as well. So I'm not going to move any other players. I've got a lot of players in. I've got your Fords, your Prestons, uh, all the center wing cheapies that are making money. So it could be a week for me to sit on my hands. Obviously, we're going to be waiting for TLT um, to see what what comes. Oh, actually, I didn't even press my... That's a problem for future Adrianosaurus. I don't envy that guy. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, I can talk about that in future problems. What are my trades? Yeah, it'll be Hosking or, or Marju or both. If, if they're named, the finances look pretty good for both of those guys. It's just the TLT stuff. So we'll have to wait and see on that. Uh, that's going to be the show, the show, the show. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and I'll talk to you again soon. Kick and chase by Mullins. Kick and chase again by Mullins. This will be a miracle. <laughs>